Welcome to the Major Magic Show. I am your host, Stephanie Major, and this is episode 10, double digits of the podcast. This episode is about healing being bullshit. Fun fact, I don't like the S-H-I-T word. For me, it just sounds too harsh, too dirty, too gross, but it was the far superior marketing option for the title of this episode. However, it was not clickbait. I truly believe that healing, specifically the healing industry, is rubbish. But first, I am recording this episode while sitting on the floor of my new apartment I moved this weekend. Yes, my third move since I arrived in Argentina six weeks ago. And I was anticipating this change to be uncomfortable, to take an adjustment period, to be laying in my bed and feeling weird in this new space and maybe having doubts or regrets. But this transition has been nothing but light and fun and freeing. And that comes from signing my contract. I am now in a lease for the next three months and for however long I want to renew it after that. And that's providing me the safety of getting attached to this apartment, to the neighbors that I'll meet, to create an attachment to my neighborhood, to my grocery store. And yes, I know one day I will need to say goodbye to this place too. But for now, this is where I'm calling home. This is where I'm choosing to take up space in the world and live my life. And episode 10 sounds crazy because you can go all the way back to episode 1 where I was this woman traveling to an unknown place having absolutely no idea what would come of it. And you can listen along and then be here now with me in the present moment where I am settling in to a real life. I've landed. Yesterday I walked to Chinatown and I was shopping for things for my new place, you know, doing a little bit of nesting. And I'm walking around the shop and I look in my left hand and I'm holding this mighty cute and colorful tiny little decorative rug. And I'm looking at it knowing there's a part of me that wants it. And another part of me that's thinking back to all the time in my life that I've spent being a consumer a collector of things and stuff that eventually need to be given away or donated or sold or thrown out or are taking up space in my very expensive storage unit in Toronto. And so while I'm looking at this rug, I look over at my right hand and I see that I'm holding a can opener and it's so clear like That is something I need and want because I must open my garbanzo bean cans. And so I put down the rug and I started shopping with intention and looking at things with a new perspective. Would this bring me joy today and tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that? Would this bring more ease and comfort to my daily life? And that's how I shopped. Yeah, I need the coffee press. I want the coffee press because that is part of my everyday morning ritual. Yes, I need the mate thermos because that is part of my afternoon delight. And while I went home with much lighter bags, I felt this sustainable appreciation and happiness about my purchases 
because I knew that they would continue to give me something and that it is such a short lived joy to be coming home with just heavy bags of things. I could have bought that rug and I would have got a little momentary bump of joy when I put it down. Maybe a couple times after that, I'm looking over and seeing it, but eventually it just would have became part of the environment. And so I love that I am now really thinking about every single thing that I'm buying. And now going to the grocery store with just one bag instead of filling up as many grocery bags as I want and letting food go bad, I'm consuming what I need and then intentionally buying more. And it feels lovely. Maybe someone is like, oh no, I have bought 50 things this week. What hole am I trying to fill? Maybe it's an opportunity to think, what would really bring me joy? And maybe it's something you already have. Okay, the mate thermos. We have to speak about this because the mate culture in Buenos Aires is so strong. Maybe you've never heard of it before, but if you walk around at 3, 4, 5, 6 p.m., you will see on every bench that you pass or park that you stroll through or even sitting on the side of the road, you will see either people alone or usually with a friend or with a group of friends sipping on a silver straw in a very specifically shaped cup. And that is the afternoon culture of mate. And you know how deep it is in the culture because to participate in it, you need to bring around and carry around with you so much equipment. I now know that when I see people with backpacks and bags, it's not laptops, it's not books that they have in there, no. They have their cup, they have their straw, they have their mate, and they have a thermos filled with perfectly temperatured water in order to prepare this elixir. And every day that I do it, I feel like I am this witch. Well, of course I'm a witch, but I am a witch preparing my potion that will allow me to stay up and be in this city that never sleeps. I'm telling you, you could go out at 3 a.m. and you could be fooled into thinking it's 8 or 9 p.m. This is a city of vampires. Nobody sleeps here, but I'm on to them. I get it now. You need the perfectly caffeinated potion in the afternoon to allow you to stay up that late. And while I am not someone that subscribes to habits and schedules, we can talk about that on a future episode. I think it's quite toxic. I am someone that loves a process, a ritual, putting something together that you are engaging with, that you are taking a moment to be with yourself or to be in connection with others or sitting in comfortable silence with others that you are just taking time to slow down, to be hyper-present and be doing something as simple as sipping on a silver straw. So, new member of the Mate Club here. Okay, let's talk about healing being rubbish. Now, I want to be very clear. If you're experiencing a chronic illness or pain or you're recovering from a surgery, that's not the type of healing that I'm talking about. I am talking specifically about the spiritual healing industry. Because if I see one more boring, okay, boring and depressing piece of content on my social media about 
past wounds and inner screaming children and how it's ruining our present day and until we heal it that we will never be whole and happy, I'm going to scream. There is this very real industry out there that is selling you this story that they have the solution and the cure, that they can stop your inner child from hurting, that they can resolve the past events and traumas in your life that are preventing you from moving forward. And that is simply rubbish. And I feel so sad for people that are being sold this story and for the people that are using the marketing of like digging their fingers into people's wounds and making them feel less than, making them believe that if only they could get to this healed state, then they can expand and they can move forward and they can be all they want and dream to be. It's a lie. I've been on this planet for 40 years. Life does not stop happening. And our past is a very small piece of a much larger picture. It is a part, yes. But there is your present day self. There is your future self. And I am so grateful for the coaches and the healers that are providing people with tools that help them process life happening, that give them different exercises or activities that work for them in order to soothe those moments or in order to get clarity or shine a light and gain new perspectives on past events. Like I am so grateful for those coaches and those healers because yes, that is a part of life, but it is not the only one. And there is no perfectly healed state that you are going to arrive at because Trust me, life goes on. And that thing that hurt you from way long time ago doesn't disappear. No, and there's nothing wrong or unhealed about you if those things are appearing. It's because you're human, okay? You came to this planet, you came to this life for the full human experience. That means all of it. Happiness, joy, sorrow, sadness, anger, fury, pain, all of it. And while we can, yes, see things and shift things and re-remember things in new ways, you are not unhealed just because they still inform your present day actions or beliefs or inner dialogue. So if you're working with a healer or a coach that is focused on the past, I'm I'm really hoping that they're also sharing with you that you don't have to wait in order to expand. You don't have to be healed in order to move towards what you really want. You don't have to be healed to share more vulnerably, to love more deeply, to create more courageously. Like it's not the healing, it's the expansion. Healing is just part, a continuous part of life. And yeah, my inner child does get so upset sometimes. She really does. And I gotta give her a little hug and I gotta be like, it's okay, kiddo. But also look for the moments that your inner child is feeling so much 
awe and wonder and joy and proud feelings about what you're experiencing in the present moment. Maybe they're not crying because of something your parent did 20 years ago, 10 years ago. Maybe they're having a cry because you are not creating the art you promised yourself you would make. Maybe they're crying because you're not moving towards what you want. Like, please give yourself the opportunity to process the past and move and grow towards the most you you can be. Oh, maybe this is like a very selfish episode, but I really just can't stand to see that content on social media anymore. It's so, oh, it's so boring. And like, you know, I'm, I look back to when I started this spiritual journey and got into the spiritual world and I put every healer and coach and spiritual person on a pedestal and I didn't really practice discernment right? I just believed that they were on the path and they were doing the things that were needed in order to move forward. And when I started to practice discernment and where when I started to treat them just like regular humans, like we all are, I started to see how many of them were not only addicted to healing, addicted to going into painful memories and continuously processing traumatic events over and over and over or constantly needing psychedelics to heal things or not being accountable for their actions because of the narrative that oh i'm just unhealed that's why i do this i started to realize what a problem this was but i got sucked into it first and early on i met a friend which i so clearly see and and can look back and see that he is addicted to healing and that you know he would do disrespectful actions towards me and then always have the reasoning or the excuse of oh no that is just because i'm unhealed that's because of unresolved trauma with my mother and while yes i can compassionately see why past events do inform our present day action what he wasn't giving himself the opportunity to do is to take accountability instead he went oh i did that because of a past healing okay now i need to go into the painful past trauma for three days and work it all out and figure it out and be in it so that i can be better when really an expanded version of that would be hey I've noticed this pattern of me doing this thing. I'm fully aware that it comes from X event, X person in, in my life. And I recognize that I am continuing to make the choice to treat people this way, to treat you this way. And it's only with the self-awareness and the accountability that we can then begin to shift, that we can then begin to ask, okay, I'm making this choice. I am choosing this. What would I like to choose instead? Instead of retreating back into the addiction of pain. During this time, you know, I had that friend and I believed I was broken. I believed I needed healing. I believed I wasn't whole and he had the solutions. He had the healers for me. So he set me up with his favorite healer, and 
you know, here I am, this broken, hopeful girl of maybe she can fix me and then my life will be easy and I'll feel good and I'll be happy. So I get on Skype and I have a couple sessions with her and it's on her third or fourth session that she starts speaking to me about my past lives. And, you know, I had spent enough time and was vulnerable enough with this woman that she was fully aware of my core wounds. And so she's speaking to me about my past lives and she then shares with me, hey, Stephanie, do you know why you're broken in this lifetime? And I said, no, why? And she said, oh, well, that is because in all of your previous lifetimes, you have never been loved. It was like this woman reached through her Skype screen and stabbed me in the heart 22 times. Like, what worse thing could a human who believes she's unlovable, doesn't think anyone loves her, then hears that in all of her previous lifetimes, not just this one, but for all of eternity, your energy has never been loved. I was devastated. I broke down in that moment and I felt so overwhelmed with that understanding. I felt so abandoned and rejected and just like, oh my goodness, this is such a big problem to fix. Like, I've never been loved. What am I going to do? And so I'm going through the rest of the session and my mascara is down to my chin. And she says to me, it's the end of the call, right? And we're wrapping up and she says to me, hey, do you remember earlier on in the call when I told you that you've never been loved in all of your lifetimes? I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, uh, yeah, I remember that. That's why I'm breathing weird and almost hyperventilating. Yeah, sure, sure, I remember that. She said, well, luckily for you, I have a special rainbow healing that will cure you of all of these lifetimes of being unloved, that if you book this next session with me, that I will resolve that lifetime of abandonment and rejection. And in that moment, I saw it all. I saw it all for what it was. Like this woman dug her hooks into the deepest wound that I have and then used it as an opportunity to sell me the cure. When this is the truth, okay? When life gets hard and life gets challenging, I am always going to question, am I lovable? Am I valuable? Am I worthy? Am I needed? That doesn't go away with her rubbish, bullshit, rainbow healing cure. No. No, but with evolution, with expansion, with growth, I can experience those moments and have compassion for myself and go, okay, yeah, you're feeling unloved right now. You're questioning your purpose. You're wondering what value you bring to this planet. I get it. And I can love myself through that instead of believing 
that I am unhealed and that, oh no, my cures of 97 lifetimes of being unloved didn't work. I just, you know, I'm really passionate about people living fully expressed lives. And that doesn't mean living in the past. And you know, if you feel like you've been on this healing journey for a really long time and you're wondering why you're not feeling better and why you're still hurting and why you're still, you know, hard on yourself sometimes, it's like, it's because you're human, yo. And maybe ask yourself, are you addicted to the healing because you're scared of what you really want? Are you scared of just moving towards your dreams? Are you sabotaging yourself and holding yourself back? Maybe you don't have the right team around you to support expansion and growth and evolution. Like, If you want to walk around this earth with more self-love, then you need healing tools, yes, but you need mentors and coaches who are focused on connecting with your dreams. Don't spend your life thinking you're broken. You're not. And if you keep waiting to move towards who you are because you're waiting for the day that everything feels perfect and right and whole and healed, like that day will never come because as soon as it does, life will happen. So no more of this story, no more of this addiction to trauma, past trauma. Oh man, no, no. You're so much more. I'm so much more. And I'm so, you know, grateful that I moved through that period of my life and that I give myself the opportunity now to love past, present, and future me. But I spend a lot more time in the present and in the future. And I accept that the past will always come around. There's new layers to everything. And that's okay. That's normal. There is no cure. There is no solution. There is nothing wrong with you. You are not broken, okay? If you want to see my mate cup, follow me on Instagram, majormagic33. If you want to see my website, I'm at majormagic.ca. This has been a fun episode to record and I will see you next time.